Hey, 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 it is in our lane, and I am Emisha. So you can follow me at E M M E I S H A and follow the podcast at underscore in our lane. That's underscore I N O U R L A N E. I had to spell it out because some people don't understand what I'm saying sometimes, but I feel like if you're watching this and you see it, you should understand. But anyway, y'all a little slow sometimes. But anywho, um, it's Women's History Month still, and I didn't really get to do M- Women's History Month the way that I wanted to this month. I really originally planned on talking about women, but I ended up having guests like almost every week, and I'm finally doing a solo episode. So I thought it would be a good idea to just talk about some things that is important to me as a woman And yeah, so I thought that would be a great conversation to have. So hair is really, really important to women. I feel like we care about our hair. Like we're not walking out the house unless our hair is done, whether that's just putting it in a ponytail or, you know, touching it up with a flat iron or something, using the curling curling iron or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, I just think that hair is just really, really important to us. And for me, I feel like if I don't do nothing else, like if I don't have my makeup done, at least my hair has to be done for sure. Um, so yeah, so hair is just very, very important to women. I feel like whether you are a natural girl or if you are a girl like me who wear a weave and protective styles, That's very, very important. And I wanted to touch on how, like, the hair industry has really changed over the years. And I've touched on this before, and I'm not really a fan on how the hair industry has changed. I just feel like over time, I don't know. I just feel like everybody is, like, a stylist now. And it's just the hospitality is that the right word I'm looking for it's not the same I feel like back in the day when I used to get my hair done faithfully mamas I stayed in the hair salon like the hair salon used to be one of the things I used to look forward to and just being in there listening to the women talk and just it was just a whole vibe in the hair salon and nowadays you could just go to your homegirl house and she'll hook you up with a nice little sewing real quick and What used to make me upset when I used to go get my hair done by other people, because before I used to get my, I used to let other people do my hair, but now I do my own hair and I don't like how I'm paying somebody to do my hair, hundreds of dollars to do my hair and you don't even wash my hair. Like, I don't understand that, but, um, I feel like that's a part of hair like making sure my hair is healthy. I feel like a lot of hairstylists, they don't really pay attention to the health of our hair. I feel like they have lost that. So um, hair is just very, very important to women, especially black women. I feel like we carry the industry for sure. 
So, um, yeah, I just wanted to have that little icebreaker and just talk about how much hair means to me as a woman. Okay, so the topic of the day, I wanted to talk about things I wish I knew to prepare me for womanhood. So one thing that I really, really wish I would have known about ahead of time was a skincare routine. I feel like my skincare routine is so freaking important to me now. Like I cannot go a day without washing my face and using sunscreen. Like sunscreen is just so, so important. I feel like for a long time, the message was that black people, we didn't need sunscreen. And that's so wrong. And I feel like I spent so much of my time outside as a dancer. When I was in high school, we used to have band camp. And in the summertime, that's all I was outside on the football field, marching up and down or wherever we was doing, we was outside and I was outside in the sun all the time, not using sunscreen. And I feel like that plays a huge part in why I have trouble with my skin to this day. And I don't just have problems with my skin on my face. I have problems with my skin on my like mostly in my back area and I've been working on that and if I would have known about the importance of skincare and sunscreen at an earlier age then by about time now that I'm a woman I feel like my skin could have been a lot better so I've just been making sure that I pay a lot of attention to taking care of my skin when I in the morning and at night. So I have a skincare routine in the morning and a skincare routine at night. I even took the next step and went to a dermatologist to make sure that I'm using the right type of products and I have the right type of routine that's specific for my skin type and all that good stuff. So as a woman, take care of your skin, ladies. I feel like if you look good, you feel good. And a part of looking good you got to get your skin together. And one of the things that used to, um, like I used to have breakouts and like the texture of my skin was annoying to me. But now I finally have lesser breakouts and my texture is a lot more smoother on my face. And um, another thing, when you take your makeup off, you have to wash your face. You have to wash your face, especially on the days that you wear makeup because you need to clean those pores out. So, yeah, skincare is definitely one of those things that I wish I would have known beforehand to prepare me for womanhood. And then another thing that I wanted to talk about was I wish someone would have told me that I would be horny during ovulation like I didn't really realize that that was around the time that it was happening but now I've realized that, that that's the time that it be happening like I just used to always be like a week or so after my period I be horny as fuck and I used to just be like why and now I understand that that's just a thing as a woman that happens you start you know getting horny around the time that you're ovulating and so yeah that's just one of those things that I wish I would have known before womanhood but yeah so let's move right along for today if I could open my phone okay let's talk about it so I wanted to talk about 
first and foremost, the this whole woman empowerment movement that everybody got going on, I feel like some of y'all is just trying to do what's trending and you see that other businesses are thriving because their whole mission and purpose is to uplift other women. But some of y'all, y'all really don't genuinely care about helping other women grow. And I'm just sick and tired of meeting people who just act like they just care so much about helping women grow and being that source for women to come to when they need somebody. It's just it's just giving you are manipulating people to feel like you care about them so that they can do whatever it is that you need them to do. And I don't like that. Um, I've dealt with a lot of people who act like they care about women and they really don't. And I just, it starts to show like once you be around them, you see how they move. And it's like, you know, when you, when you first meet somebody, they put on this persona and they act like, hey, girl, and all this other stuff. And then once you start working with them and start seeing how they act for real, for real, behind the scenes and see how they talk when the cameras are off and how they talk when certain people are not in the room, you start to see how they really feel. And they really don't be liking people like that. And they really don't be as uplifting and caring about other women as they may seem because in their personal life they talk about people they bring people down they always got something negative to say about somebody but then when they get in front of a crowd it's oh my gosh I love you guys so much and I'm just sick and tired of it like I'm just over it and I just feel like if that's not how you are for real for real behind closed doors in your real life cut it out Cause it's cap, it's lame, and eventually your true color is gonna come out anyways, and people gonna start seeing through all the facade, and you know, it's probably not gonna end up looking good for you at the end of the day. So that's I, that's my little two little cents about this whole fake womanhood. Um, this women empowerment movement that a lot of y'all got going on. I need to cut it out. I need to cut cut it out. Okay, so another thing I wanted to talk about today is um this is kind of like has nothing to do with what I was just talking about, but anyways, um I just wanted to touch on that I don't believe that everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. They just are tired of poor working conditions and environments. I I hate when I'm working with people and they don't work in like for a company like a, I'm talking about like in corporate America. Um, they have poor working conditions like they just don't take care of their employees. They don't really pay you what you deserve to be paid. But they expect you to show up every day with a smile on your face and they expect you to do what they want you to do at a certain level. But. You're not happy. And so I feel like a lot of people 
feel like entrepreneurship is the answer to everything. And I just feel like that's not the case. And, you know, they say that every boss has a boss. And that's true. Like, when you working as your own boss, when you're working with somebody else, y'all are working together and y'all need each other. Like, this is not like they're not technically like, you know, employer, employee type of relationship, but it is a working relationship where both parties need each other. And so you're not necessarily working for someone, but you're working with someone. So you're going to have to, you know, serve at some point. You're going to have to do something for someone else at some point. Being a boss doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have to answer to somebody else. Being a boss does not necessarily mean that you won't have any troubles. It's honestly, it's harder. It's a lot more responsibility. And I feel like a lot of people don't really want the responsibility that it comes with being the boss, being an entrepreneur. Some of y'all just want to show up, collect a check and go home and live your life. And being an entrepreneur is not like that. It's 24 seven all day, every day. I wake up and go to sleep thinking about this podcast. I wake up, go to sleep thinking about producing the other podcast that I'm producing. I wake up and go to sleep thinking about the TV show that I want to have and think about the movie that I want to have and all this good stuff and thinking about other opportunities. I don't have no time to just shut it off. And I have created boundaries within my life where when it's work time is work time and when it's personal time is personal time, but I'm not perfect. And even in my personal time, I bleed that into my business. Like I find some type of way where I can tie in my personal time, my business time sometimes. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that, like, I guess you can say like, I, I'm a content creator or whatever. I don't like saying that, but, um, so a lot of times when I'm out having personal time, I don't always want to record. I don't always want to film it. I don't always want to create a reel or something like that when I'm out with my girls. But it's kind of like I have to. It's kind of like if I don't, then I'm not really creating a personal relationship with my audience. And it's like I have I do sometimes not record and I just be in the moment. And I love those moments. But sometimes I do have to record and it sucks. So. Like I said at the beginning, like everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur. Everybody's not meant to be the boss. And a lot of y'all just don't like your working conditions. That just is what it is. And y'all got to speak up. And especially women, we need to speak up and let it be known what we need and what the job can do better for us so that you could eventually show up and be a better employee for them so um yeah don't don't ever feel bad about trying to negotiate your salary I feel like a lot of women we just accept what it is but men don't do that when men go into those meetings and they say they're gonna pay them x amount of dollars if that man is not happy with that amount he's gonna negotiate that he's going to require them to pay him what he wants and I just want women to realize that you can do the same thing um because that's what I've done before I've made it known that this is what I expect 
And if I can't get it, then this is just not the opportunity for me. And you have to be willing to walk away um, if that job, that company is not willing to meet your needs because they gonna want you to show up to work every day and they gonna they don't want you to just be half assing and not doing your job the way that you're supposed to be doing it. So that's all I gotta say about that. Um but yeah, so if you're not happy in your work condition, hun, make sure you let it be known. Okay. So places to go, things to do. Schedule your OBGYN appointment. If you haven't had one already this year and you can't remember the last time you had one, it's time for you to go get you a checkup, hun. Um, I like going to the OBGYN. I like knowing what's going on down there, especially if you out here doing what you're doing with these men. You need to be like your OBGYN needs to be like your best friend because if this ain't together, what you doing? I just, I don't know. I like to know every time I get a new partner, I definitely make sure I take a trip to the OBGYN. I definitely take a trip just annually to get my pap. Um, I just got back on birth control. And so um, my body is kind of like, I don't know, adjusting. Because it's been about maybe like two to three years since the last time I was on birth control. And so my body is kind of like having little aches here and there. And I was having like a really bad headache. And I don't know if that's because of the birth control. It could be because of something else. But I think it's because of the birth control. My body's just trying to get adjusted to it again. But I don't know. I'll come back and let y'all know. Um, but overall, I I just like the security of birth control because... Um, you know, it's never it's, it never hurts to be safe. That's all I got to say. Because I'm not trying to have kids anytime soon. I really just want to continue to enjoy my life and focus on my career and be selfish right now. So, yeah, take a trip to the OBGYN if you haven't in a while because you need it. And don't be afraid to be honest with them about what you're going through. So when they start asking you about the color of your discharge, be honest. And when, because when she go up in there, she's going to be able to see it. So there's no reason why you should be lying anyways. So, um, yeah, just be honest with them about everything you got going on and what you've been experiencing because that's what they're there for. They're there to help you and they will Prescribe the medication that you need to help you fix whatever you got going on down there if there is something going on down there. All right, so this podcast is sponsored by Nerd Square. All right, stop what you're doing and do me a huge favor by checking out this dope clothing brand called Nerd Square. If you are into anime, Marvel, biology, gaming, tech, coding, or just nerd culture in general, this brand is perfect for you. They have a wide range of apparel that will make your inner nerd feel seen. They also hooked me up with a 20% off promo code to give to you all. Use code NRNERDLANE, that's I-N-O-U-R-N-E-R-D-L-A-N-E, for 20% off. 
Shop their IG at nerd.sq or their website, nerdsq.com. All right, so Amisha's watch list. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, if y'all are not watching Harlem, I think Harlem comes on. Is that BET Plus? I don't think that's BET Plus. I think that's Amazon Prime. I think it comes on Amazon Prime. It's a show called Harlem. It's starring Megan Good. Um, I don't know the other guy's name. I don't want to butcher it. But I think his name is like Tyler or something. And um, they have other characters in there as well. But um, yeah, so it's a show that's based around this group of friends that stay in Harlem. And they're talking about relationships and just life and dating and all this good stuff and it's a lot going on and it was this scene that I wanted to talk about spoiler alert um so Megan I don't know her character right now but her Megan Good's character she um broke up her ex and his fiance so he ended up leaving his fiance for hers. They end up getting back together. But the dude that she ended up breaking up with to be back with him, she ended up having this project for work that she had to work on with him. And they ended up spending time together. And this girl done fell asleep in this man's bed and then going to lie to her boyfriend about where she was at. Because she didn't want him to know that she fell asleep in that man's bed. And the way you know how they do TV shows, they cut off her sleeping in his bed. So I'm thinking they had sex. And then the next episode came out and they ended up not having sex. And I was just like, I'm so happy that she did not have sex with that man. But, yeah. So I don't understand why people put themselves in those type of predicaments where it's like a slippery slope and you just know that at any moment that you could possibly end up making a mistake. Um, And then one of the other girls, she is exploring her sexuality and trying to date and all that good stuff. Another friend, she is an actress, and she's trying to get her foot out there and um, be the queen that she is. And then then the other friend, she is a successful business owner. And before, she was married to a man, and, and now she's finally divorced from him, and she is gay, and she be living her best life and her ex-husband ended up coming after her for half of her money after they had been together for so long and it's just it's a lot of tea it's a lot of stuff going on so go check out Harlem that's a really good show I love it I liked it it was great okay so ask Misha so for ask Misha I don't have a question from the audience today if you have a question for me Make sure you send your question in to at underscore in our lane on Instagram and I will answer them on an upcoming episode. So on days like this, when I don't have a question, we're going to play I'm Curious to Know by Cocktails, Dirty Discussions. And this is the card game that gets you answers. 
So the question for today is how do you approach approach trust in a relationship? Do you start with it or does it have to be earned? For me personally, I start with trust. And then if you do something that makes me question you, that's when I kind of like fall back a little bit. So um, I feel like in the beginning, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I, you know, don't assume things. I don't, you know, just make up stuff in my head and just make the situation worse than what it is. I just listen to what someone says. And then if I found out that you are lying, that's when I'm going to have a problem. And I'm going to be looking at you like you're crazy. So, and that's all relationships, not just like romantic relationships. I mean, like with my friends, with family and all that stuff. It's like, as long as, we cool and we good from the jump. I trust you. But if you ever make me question you or you ever make me feel like you're lying to me or something like that, that's when I'm going to start looking at you and paying attention to how you move forward. And then if it continues, I'm going to let you know and I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to give you a chance to fix it. And if I just feel like you don't fix it, that at that point, you let me know that you don't respect me and it's time for me to remove you from my life. And I talked to y'all about that earlier this year. If you haven't watched the Patreon, go check it out on Patreon. I went through something where someone completely lost my trust because she lied about something that she didn't have to lie about. And now I just can't be around nobody like that like I just can't um I don't got time for that okay so I think I got time for one more question and then we can head out for today okay it says which of your relatives are you closest to I would say I am close to my little sister that's like my best friend me and her have really got a lot closer the older that we're getting and I love her to pieces. And then my second closest relative that I would say, I would probably say my cousin Rayvon. I feel like he's like the big brother. I always said he's like the big brother that I always wanted. So those are my closest relatives. Okay, so it's time to head out for today. And I got to remind y'all to stay in your lane and worry about how you see yourself I feel like it's how you see yourself is very very important if you feel like you that bitch if you feel like you that nigga then that's what the fuck you are period and can nobody tell you otherwise and that's just that on that so if you feeling bad about yourself you need to do something about it and fix it um And don't necessarily listen to what other people got to say. Don't let other people make decisions for your life. You only know what works best for you and you know what makes you happy. So follow your gut, follow your heart and make sure you stay in truth to yourself. And I feel like as long as you are happy with the person that you see when you're looking in the mirror, that's all that matters. I'm finally 
getting towards that person when I look at myself in the mirror. And I love myself more and more every single day. I do have my days where it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to feel. But majority of the days, I'm pretty, I'm getting there to being 100% happy with the person that I see in the mirror. And I don't really care about how other people feel about me. I don't care about how other people see me. I don't care if they have a problem with what I got going on. What I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I used to be like very cautious and like used to care about what everybody had to say about me. And I used to move according to that. And now that I just pay attention to how I feel and what makes me happy, I've been good. So that's a wrap for today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of In Our Lane. And I hope you guys had a wonderful Women's History Month. And next month is April. And y'all already know what that means. And I'll let y'all know in the next episode. Bye.